0: It's the final episode of Nightbane. And our player characters are led by the resistance leader Burgerface into the nightland city of Doom Harbor. Oh, you thought that whole day in Doom Harbor was just a tagline that Derek put in? No, it meant something. He was taking us here all along. He knew it. He wrote it because he's the game master and he's damn good at what he does. And our players are damn good at what they do and what they do. Is stirring shit up. This is the final episode of Nightbane. These are our new Edmonton players. Give them a round of applause. They have done an amazing job, and they, I am proud to say, are your terrible warriors. Welcome back,
1: terrible warriors, listeners. I'm Derek the Bard from Jason the Muse, bringing you the fourth and final session of the first game by Terrible Warriors Edmonton, Nightbane by Palladium Books, and I am joined with, to my left,
2: Will Mitchell, West Gunn of the 404s, Shane Fitzgerald, Cameron Dunn of Viral at Break Gaming.
1: So, when last we left our Nightbane, they had come into the Nightlands after having fought a trio of hounds and just barely succeeding... Lying to the cops and smuggling guns into another dimension where they have come into the employ of Burgerface, one of the leaders of the Nightbane resistance in this other glass darkly universe. And he has presented them with an offer that he really needs some help. He needs some more warm bodies to help him rescue some of his lieutenants who are captured by the Night Lords, the villainous sorcerer kings of the Nightlands. And so our heroes have rested for the night and they have healed and you can remove all the damage that you took.
3: <laughs> well, oh yeah Oh I didn't actually Get hit at all Well played
1: Cause same. you drove the car And then flew around In darkness
3: And here I am the an And face planted <laughs> It was a majestic it, it was a majestic Face plant
1: like, Oh no, majestic <laughs> Well the good thing was That everyone was fighting And you meld well Into the darkness So nobody really saw it anyway
3: yeah. I should have made A charisma roll To see if I made A uh, face plant Like pretty It was a pretty <laughs> <laughs> face <plant>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What you landed on an artistic pile of dirt?
3: Something like that, yeah. I mean as well. The Palladium system has like no use for like a lot of the charisma skills. I've no, and,
1: and it's really sad because uh, when we were rolling up Wes's stats, he has a twenty-two mental affinity, which is his charisma and manipulation stat.
3: You know, this is the second Palladium game that I've played in. The first one being uh, after the bomb, and that game I also have a high charisma stat as well. Um, When I'm playing uh, Francis The Newfoundland Insect animal herder Herder Who uh, breeds Racing lobsters Amazing Right And he has a, A cursive score Of like probably, like, as high as not higher than this, and it's just as, just as aggravating. I get to use it maybe once every three game sessions.
1: If it makes you feel better, Mutork the Fuzzies' one exceptional stat was Mental Endurance, and I only got into one psionic battle at the end of the game. <laughs> mental Endurance is not a useful stat to have high. Mm. But, anyway, so, um, one of Burger Face's many post-apocalyptic-looking guards comes and gets you in the morning, And they bring you a couple plates of mostly identifiable food. We're talking like instant mashed potatoes, spam, tinned corn. All stuff that they could get across in already preserved states. It's obvious not a whole lot of stuff grows on this side. And they are in occupied territory.
3: I kind of imagine my character like sitting down at the table, taking out that um, that like handkerchief that he has in his pocket, like daintily putting it in, and like carefully carving up the food with like a knife and fork, like like he's at some five star restaurant or something like that. <laughs> He's really cracking a little bit. Like, he, he is not doing well with the fact that he will never become a Republican candidate.
1: <laughs> Amazingly, he's been wearing the same suit for the past four days, but he spent most of it in his amorphous form, so the suit is immaculate still. <laughs>
3: like, literally every time, like, I get through, I turn back into my amorphous form, right? Like, why not? Like, oh, it's dark here? Oh, you literally can't see me. Sweet. <laughs>
2: I think Sean just pulls out, like, a thing of hot sauce he has. <laughs> 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 kind
1: of disgusted
2: at the food, so he's just kind of piling it on
1: there. <laughs> Sean is that guy who perpetually carries a bottle of hot sauce. I
3: knew someone like
2: that, actually.
3: You, you
1: know what? This is a very distinguishing character trait. This says a lot about you.
4: Yeah. Uh, Chad's adapting very well. Um, all Despite the fact that it's all, like, pre-packaged food, he did manage to take, like, Nutrition 101... And so he's, like, definitely, like... He, he feels guilty for having killed all those other doppelgangers and that he knows a doppelganger could possibly get freed from its sort of brain prison of the Night Lords. Uh, so he's he's trying to do good works amongst them uh, by showing them, like, things you can do with spam and, like, how it's got a great protein, man. It's, like, really good for, like, building up your mass. Um, and, uh, yeah, he... he he's,
1: they, they look at you like, like, what what the hell are you on, man? But like, you you're a little bit patronizing to these people who have been fighting in this state with these supplies for a very prolonged period and they don't appear to be dead yet.
4: No oh, yeah, like he's he's just trying to help out.
3: He's a little thick.
1: He's <laughs> just a little <laughs> thick. What was your you have an IQ of 12? Yeah. There's 120 IQ. You have well above average.
4: Uh, it's true, but his mental endurance is fine. He's got very narrow focus, and he doesn't hold it for very long.
1: And that was Cam rolling a one on holding a pen.
3: <laughs> I kind of imagine like me finishing and being like, you know, dangerously taking this, handkerchief, uh, like cleaning a little bit of my compliments to the
1: chef. <laughs> is your friend okay? Cause I've seen people crack before when they come here.
3: You're assuming a lot by calling him my
2: friend.
1: Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are all led to Burgerface, who is joined by his current surviving lieutenants, who are in their own Morphous forms. And one of them is... looks like a bipedal motorcycle robot. And another one of them is covered in little tiny chains that are hooked into her flesh and that just kind of hang around her almost... It's almost like a gown just hanging off of her made of chains. Cool. Um, and you can see that she has like bird talon feet.
3: The, the, the motorcycle robot guy, I want to call him <coughs> psy <Psy-kill> from GoBots. <laughs> 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 Let's
4: not go making enemies.
3: <laughs> well, considering, the, considering this whole time, I've been thinking that Burger Face kind of reminds me of Toxie, mm. and I
1: don't know why. He does look a little bit like Toxie. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, the Toxic Avenger. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we're all fans of the Toxic Avenger here. Oh,
3: yeah. he'd, be, he'd be right at home here. He really would, actually.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Uncle Lloydie is welcome on this podcast whenever he wants.
3: Oh, yes. Man, that'd be amazing. Shout out to Tromoville.
1: Shout out to our peeps in Tromoville. Woo!
3: Mm-hmm. Don't eat the chicken. For <laughs> oh, Romeo and Juliet. oh, what an amazing film. <laughs> Hello, I'm Priscilla, queen of the dessert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
3: Independent Cafe. These fries have been up my ass. Two years. enjoy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a couple of us other lieutenants who are doppelgangers who have uh, guns who're carrying us. There's another guy, you're not a, he doesn't ping as a nightbane, but he's pale. He looks really, really fit, more fit than he should look in this environment, and he has fangs, so you're thinking he might actually be a vampire. I. As you're nodding at him you're like I, I too am a creature Of the night mm-hmm. Hey uh,
3: Is this like that show Highlander Where the two of you have to fight until there's only one
1: The hell you talk about mate uh, no, no, no. Oh, I how, could, How's it going I could
3: learn Babylonian before I understand this guy
1: <laughs> Rick the castle nice to meet you
3: uh Ken, nice to meet you too. Hey, he has he kind of oddly connects with this guy, which is why he uses his real name yeah. instead, of, instead of calling him himself Matthias again. Do
1: yeah. so You're a real vampire. Yeah? You uh, you're one of them.
3: Uh, well, I'm one of them. I don't know if I qualify as a real vampire. Apparently, like
1: oh. drinking blood heals me. Oh, trust me, mate. It's more of being a real vampire than drinking blood. You don't want to be a real vampire. I speak from experience.
3: Fair
1: enough. Oh, Burger face. Although you,
3: prob- although you don't have barbed wire all over you, so... No. You might balance out a bit.
1: Got a piece of dark gold inside me.
3: Okay, you win. <laughs> cool. You might suck a little bit more than I do.
1: Vampires in this setting have one of the most horrific backstories possible. Uh, in Palladium, vampires are made by an extra-dimensional Cthuloid. Entity called a vampire intelligence Extruding a tendril into a mortal Turning them into a master vampire Who then creates secondary vampires Who may theoretically become PCs Most of them don't because they're bad guys <laughs> And then if they make vampires They make wild vampires Who are like twisted abominations That run around and rip shit up And have no intelligence And vampires are almost impossible to kill in this game They call it hyper-regeneration or super regeneration. It's not just regular regeneration. Oh no.
3: So in other words, we're
0: happy he's on our side. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Burgerface raises his hands like, "Okay, guys. They're being held on the outskirts of the city in one of the modified camps. They're using this place for prisoners right now instead of slaves." Mainly because It runs right up against the harbor And you all know what's in the harbor, guys We don't want to go in the water there
4: uh, we... Let's just like kind of pretend That like maybe we don't Like know anything
1: Think 20 foot long eels that eat flesh And are covered in poisoned barbs
3: Yeah, yeah, we don't yep, want to go in no the harbor in or the or water. No. Gotcha Ugh, It's a big old bucket of no.
1: That means that we can't come over the water an aerial assault is problematic, mainly because I think only one person in this room can fly.
2: Only me. Not well. He just doesn't land well. Fly, yes. Land,
3: no.
1: <laughs> well, we might be able to use you as a scout there, but anything aerial going over Doom Harbor is going to get attacked by hunters.
3: What's a hunter?
1: See those big black things flying up in the sky over the city when you came in?
3: Yeah.
1: Those are hunters. Think hounds based on vultures.
3: Right, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm okay yeah. if I never be one of those. <laughs> I think we've had enough hounds for one lifetime. Now, which is apparently very
1: luckily, cool. there's a set of sewer tunnels that will take us out a couple blocks away <laughs> from there. If we can set a sufficient distraction... We can draw away the patrols in the area and make a strike for it. We don't need to go in quiet. I I personally don't intend to go in quiet. We blow a hole in their defenses. We get to their holding facility. We get our guys out and then we fucking book it. And we maybe leave behind 20 or 30 pounds of plastique as a nice little thank you present. So, gonna need a distraction squad. Any volunteers?
4: I kinda... Is it, it, just what you brought us here for?
1: Not really. Darlene, take Richter. 20 guys. You're on distraction crew. You're coming in with me. I need youth, you four... Psykill? Yes! <laughs> Chad and, Fa- and Fonty are just like fish bumping at the corner I'm Like oh my god I knew it He's totally called Psykill
3: <laughs>
1: Unlike Tom I can name an NPC beforehand And not get pissed off when my players call it
3: Was that seriously what his name was?
1: Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, in our um, one of our uh, wild talents games, Tom got really pissed off when he's like, and the the tank full of brains walks. I'm like, oh my god, is it called the think tank?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. This <laughs> the think tank.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> had this reveal. I'm like, dude, what else are you gonna call a brain tank?
3: Brain in a game based on that Silver Age comic
1: yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Darlene grabs uh, Richter the Vampire and a couple of guys, and they head off. Um, they will head. A, they'll go first. And Burger Face and Psychill. <laughs> <And laughs> a couple more double games. It makes you happier every time I say it.
3: Yes, it does. Yes, it does.
1: Um, And you head back into the tunnels Look, I see you guys got some uh, Stolen hound weapons Do any of you know how to use a gun? Uh,
4: like I played
3: Duck Hunt when I was a kid
1: That would be a no Uh,
3: My father is the chairman Of the NRA
1: Okay, but what about you? Do you know how to use a gun?
3: I had one in my hands When I was five
1: Fantastic uh, he t- uh, he picks up an AK-47 out of the box. This is an AK-47. It's a Kalashnikov rifle. Banana clip. Goes in like so.
3: I take it and I start doing this stuff with it.
1: Excellent. You two? No. You don't need guns, do you? No. You're up close and personal, guys. Yeah. I can respect that.
3: I don't have much of a trigger finger with these giant claws anyways.
1: So. Me, I personally prefer Desert Eagle. He takes it out of his holster like it weighs nothing. Checks it, puts it back in. Psykill doesn't have any guns on him. You're not 100% sure he even has hands. Mm-hmm. They, they They're kind of stubby robot grasping mitts.
3: Kind of semicircular, like they're meant to grab the front of
2: a
1: uh,
3: bike. <laughs> yes, uh,
2: <laughs> definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, some people drew the really good cards in the Nightbane lottery.
3: Fairly, Skykill didn't,
4: but he got top marks in the names lottery.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but he's not as good as Death Harley. There, there is a canon Nightbane NPC called Death Harley, who is a Harley Davidson centaur.
3: Amazing! <laughs> oh god! I want to I roll that. <laughs>
1: and he is uh, the leader of a Mongol-style motorcycle wasteland gang in the Nightlands. Nice. Where he he's their leader because he never runs out of gas.
3: <laughs> so. This sounds like Johnny from Chrono Trigger. A little bit, actually.
1: I have to show. The great thing about these Palladium books, though, is when they write up all these NPCs, half the time they actually draw pictures of them, Mm -hmm. and some of them are real winners. Uh, Let's see. Death Harley.
3: Oh my
1: god. That's amazing. It it, it literally is this guy who's not wearing a shirt, but he's got a leather jacket on and an old military helmet. One of his hands is glowing with black energy, and the other has a giant pistol, and he is in fact a Harley Davidson from the waist down. Psykill did not draw that great card. (laughs) He drew looks like a motorcycle, not is a motorcycle. (laughs) You head off through the tunnels.
3: I'm sure he's exhausted from all these jokes.
1: Uh. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Haven't heard that one before. Oh yeah, Jose is with you. Oh yeah. Who immediately begins, uh, returns to his form as looking like a walking galaxy with a lobster claw. Because some other people also don't roll well. Mm -hmm.
3: So, Jose, I have to ask. I made a bad joke earlier. But how many times have people ask you about the Crab Nebula?
1: Too many times for comfort.
3: I am so sorry.
1: It's a fucking... Lo- it is a fucking lobster claw, not a crab claw.
3: I know that. Do you, do you have <clears throat> a problem
1: with red lobster? Ha, ha, ha... And all the stars kind of they glow as he as he speaks.
3: I'm not sure if he's actually laughing or like that's. I don't know, man.
1: I can only speak in the one tone in this form.
3: Okay, I I gathered.
1: It is also very annoying.
3: This took place in 2001. The Elcor from Mass Effect were not a thing yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Was um was Knights of the Old Republic a thing by? At that point I I don't think so I think it was a few more years Before Coder was released So he doesn't even have (laughs) Uh, (laughs) HK-47 Affirmative Vaster I will not kill More fleshy things Right now (laughs) You slog through The tunnels And The great thing At least About the fact That New York In the Nightlands Has about a third Of the population Is that There's only a third As much sewage In the tunnels of course, you have to stop a couple times because there's other crap down here. You know, there's giant leeches and flesh-eating undead horses and the obligatory albino alligators. Excellent <laughs> Will was just waiting for that one. He's like, if they don't, men- if she doesn't fucking mention alligators,
4: <laughs> it's got, gotta be an alligator
3: there's a part of me that wishes that I that I had brought something to like put the leeches in just so I could have like a couple leeches in a bag and be like this is my cabinet <laughs> I don't
1: I don't think you understand that when I say giant leeches I mean like giant leeches oh
3: so not like the size of a house cat no, no. Like, like we can ride them oh Man, I wish I didn't fly. I'd totally ride a leech
1: in a battle. Well, you just killed the leeches, so. <laughs> yeah. need there counter, you go. We
3: need Catherine Tate to clarify I mean a leech that's giant! <laughs> 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 I mean, flipping enormous!
1: Thank you, Catherine Tate. <laughs> and
3: as soon as she says that, like a stinger goes right through the door. <laughs> I thank Catherine
1: Tate every time she speaks. <laughs> it's a giant wasp, but it's <laughs> a giant wasp. It's a giant. <laughs> and eventually, uh, your party splits off, and uh, Darlene's party heads off in one direction to create the distraction on the premise of you will know it when you hear it. Give it two or three minutes afterwards, and the rest of you take another route. And you occasionally consult maps, and Burgerface is actually carrying unbelievably detailed maps of these tunnels. It's obvious that they spent a lot of time down here, and that this is kind of their home for the resistance. They're literal underground, if you will. You pr- proceed through, and eventually you come across a great. Um, opening up onto a little wharf above the water. Not into the water itself, because as mentioned, that murky black water is not something you want to go into. Mm. Not, today. not today. Nope. Not today. And they remove the grate. And they get some grappling hooks out and you basically rappel up the side of this cliff, only like 20-30 feet. I fly up. You fly up, yeah. (laughs) Like, great. Okay. Wings, what you're going to do is you're going to fly low once the distraction starts. Try and stick with the shadows. Try and stay with the cloud cover. I want you to keep an eye on their movements when they're about less than 50% of their original number. Report back, tell us, and then we'll start.
2: Okay.
1: And then you just hunker down. And you see off the distance some patrols. Most of them look like they're doppelgangers. They're all wearing um, black armor. Similar to the hounds. They're all carrying melee weapons. Mostly spears or swords. Or spears and swords. Some shields. Very small number have firearms. Not many at all, though. And. Oh, excuse me. You wait, and you wait, and then things start to go boom. Hmm. Like
3: be a distraction.
1: That would be the distraction. You can see a uh, building in the distance. It is a full and complete building. It's not ruined at all. It lights up. It explodes in all dimensions. And they start going towards it. And Burgerface motions for you to start flying.
3: Can I do so?
1: Yep. And you soar over this prison camp. And they're basically just holding people outside in pens. Mm-hmm. There are no beds in the pens. There are no shit buckets in the pens. There is no food in the pens. Pretty much everyone in there looks listless and starving. Mm-hmm. There are some pens that just have dead bodies in them that look like they've died of starvation. Classy. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, this is not a nice place. Mm-hmm. But it is very secure. It looks like there are multiple layers of fencing... Uh, there are gantries for guards to patrol along. And most of those guards are now going to check out, because the alarms are going off, and you hear someone shout, weirdly in English, like, oh my god, they blew up depot number three. And, you know, all... We think there's like 50 guys attacking the place right now. They're calling for reinforcements. Okay, well... go on, go, and they, they go charging off, and they take a number of hounds with them. Okay. And you manage to... Give me a percentile roll. Don't mind if I do... Uh,
3: that'd be a 13.
1: Under Well, under 80, <laughs> you are invisible against the cloud cover as several hunters, which you can now see a little bit more up close. They have vulture-like heads, and their legs are jointed like a bird's, mm-hmm. with huge black wings coming out of their armor. Lift off in the defiance, in, completely defiance of physics, and fly off towards the depot as well. Okay. And you start thinking that the numbers are about right.
3: I go and I give my report like I'm supposed to.
1: Okay. All right, we're going to cut a hole through those fences.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're strong enough, rip them apart. Okay. If you're not, you guys know, the, the rest of you know how to deal with these things. Get in there. By your description, it sounds like pens four, five, eight, and ten have my guys in them. Okay. We'll release anyone else we can along the way. Okay. But I'm reluctant to take any more prisoners back with us in case they might be infiltrators. Okay. You get up to the fence. And so can I get damage rolls from our strong men in the group? <laughs> and Shane with his uh, Great Attacking Claws. Uh,
2: can I take my tar
4: and do my Power Punch ability? Yes. Awesome.
1: Your two Was it 2d4, <laughs> 2D4 times, times 10?
3: Times 10. So, did you just want straight damage rolls?
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. Oh, straight damage. Okay.
1: Wait for Is that what 51? 51 damage total? Uh yes. Okay You give a smack and you make a wall explode. You make a new door (laughs) (laughs) Shane how are you looking for damage? Uh, 22. Okay. 42. Okay. Between the two of you um you rip your way through uh a fair bit of the fencing you basically are acting as the pathfinders for the group. And then Wes, you could just kind of fly over top of them and make sure they're uh, staying on a beeline. Mm. And things are actually going relatively well. You manage to break your way through and get to the pens, uh, at which point you'll encounter some resistance. Mm. There are a couple doppelganger guards who are still being left out to watch the prisoners. And they see you coming.
3: Yeah.
1: They do not, however, have rifles. They have crossbows. Okay. First one misses. Okay. And any meeny, miny, It's a good thing there are four of you. Okay. Um, Cam? Yeah. You're going to take 12 damage.
2: Okay. Right. And that's front.
1: That's front. As this dark metal crossbow bolt just sticks into your armor. No... And the other one misses it wings over. <laughs> You've got a rifle and you can fly, Wes.
3: <laughs>
1: Give me an attack roll.
3: There's our air support. Uh,
1: Twelve. It'll hit. Uh, we're going to call this one 3D6. 3D6. And we'll add like a plus five to it.
3: Sure. Ooh, Twenty.
1: <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you you sp- uh, open up with a burst from the uh, Kalishnikov. Yeah, you knock him down. He doesn't. It, he's not dead, but you. You knock him out of the fight for, for a minute or two.
4: <laughs> Thoroughly ruined his day.
1: <laughs> and the other guy is going to take. Okay. Psy Raises one of his uh, metal mitteny hands. <laughs> and a blast of dark energy shoots out from it.
3: He really is a go box. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: and blows the other guard away. Just takes the guy off his feet and shoves him into a wall.
3: Nice. We've run into battle with an 80s action figure.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That's just kind of how the way it goes in rock and roll with these guys.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. Yeah. yeah, no complaints here.
1: So you charge in. Burger face looks at you guys. Okay. Keep the perimeter. Any guards that come in, Dead. Done, bro. So you're going to do a sweep, you, uh, coming through the building?
4: Uh, yeah, looking for entrance points, exit points, where people, where the guards be at.
1: Okay, most of the guards are actually positioned at the front of the complex right now. Because
4: they're looking at the distraction.
1: Right, they are indeed looking at the distraction.
4: Uh, is there, like, any vehicles here, or, like they have, like, a propane tank or something?
1: Uh, no. It actually looks really kind of medieval, almost. Okay. They are not enjoying the conveniences. Anything involving modern electricity,
4: they just don't have. They it. don't have. How about, like, giant cauldrons of boiling pitch? <sighs> They're torturing people here, right?
1: Give me a percentile roll.
4: I got a 66.
1: Sorry, no burning pitch. Oh, well. They're not torturing them here. They're uh, holding them to take them to the torturer.
4: A boy can dream. Uh, well, in that case, yeah, if anybody comes across Chad's way, he's he's going to okay. tear him in half.
1: As you're walking through, you're starting to realize, where is everyone? They can't all be out front. Yeah. There's minimal resistance in the yard. They're, no, there's, there's something wrong here. This place is too empty. Too many people took off from here.
4: Guys, this is way too easy, don't you think? It's a trap! It's too easy. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then the wall behind you explodes. Next. Oh. And everybody takes... Uh, let's round it out and call it 15 damage. And a man walks through it. And, and Well, you realize that the wall wasn't actually a wall because there are no debris around you. It's like the wall just suddenly became concussive force. Mm. And I'm going to pull up a picture. Once again, I love that this book has all these pictures of the bad guys in it. Because it means I can show you. Nope. There we go. He looks like that.
3: Oh, boy. He oh, actually amazing. looks like one of the things from Hellraiser. Yeah. Um,
1: he has a very, very defined face, pointed ears that kind of come out at the sides. He's wearing black plate mail, and he has this crown of spikes around his forehead. And his hand is glowing faintly with energy.
4: He looks like David Bowie's spirit animal. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. He kind of like, does. Like Duke
2: to the extreme.
1: Yeah. And his hands glow with dark energy. Well, I didn't expect the primitives to be able to detect a trap like that.
3: I just open up on him and I yell, For the United States of America! <laughs>
1: Give me an attack roll.
4: <laughs> Nothing says for the USA like a okay. Russian weapon.
3: <laughs> oh, they just tease that natural 20. This uh, five. Two plus my mine okay. plus five.
1: You miss. Yeah. You open fire on him, and then you realize he's actually standing about a foot and a half to his uh to the left of where you fired. And it's really weird though, because it's you fire through him and it blurs and he reappears beside it. Mm. He claps. This is You're the four Oh no, dude, if you, it was Mollock, you would literally all be dead right now. Okay. You four are the ones who killed my hounds, aren't you? Oh, this is a very exciting moment. I
3: very quietly try and hide the lance that I still have from it. <laughs> the Lance is
1: taller than you are.
3: <laughs> I imagine like I have it like strapped like to my side. <laughs> <and back. laughs> Oh, the coincidentally,
1: new- well,
3: the Tomahawks are probably taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> the, no,
1: they're not. Yeah, not quite. Right the inside. newly become night bane of New York City. King Moloch is going to reward me richly. And here I thought I was just going to get burger face in my trap. I mean, mind you, the bounty on him is amazing. Oh, here I am talking and monologuing at you when I could be killing you. Whoa, hey, whoa.
4: You're going to be rude. Introductions. Mm. My name's Chad, Chad Braslovsky, and you're...
1: You can call me Gilgamesh.
3: It doesn't matter what your name is!
1: (laughs) (laughs) And there we have it. And he uh, he waves his hands in a circle, and uh, this dark energy coalesces beside him, into the form of these two hulking hounds. Take the hounds that you fought before. Only now they're about nine feet tall, mm. and very broad, and carrying halberds. He's
3: know. playing my song. <laughs> I, I don't have a. I don't have a car battery. <laughs> oh,
2: just pick up some random debris. <laughs> I'm just going to
3: imagine like the swoop.
4: So this is going to be especially relevant. We
3: heal how much per round with our Nightbane regeneration?
1: <laughs> Should say on the sheet. Yeah,
3: yeah, just making sure. Trapped in time, army of evil, low on fuel. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, right. okay,
3: that would be good. You found me beautiful once, honey. You, you got, got real, real
2: ugly. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
1: And the the hounds start plodding forwards, just like one huge foot at a time. Crunch, crunch! So they making very these audible sounds as their feet come down. My name is Prince Gilgamesh, and I will be killing you today.
4: I don't know. Looks like you're making your big goons here do it. You wuss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Really? You can kill them now. I don't let no you go high, bro. Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay, well... Will, once again, your height saves you as I roll a two. (laughs) Yes. Whiffs over your head. And the other one, however, will smack you in the face, Wes.
3: Ow.
2: Okay
1: going call it thirty SDC damage.
3: Oof. That's, a, that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> spicy meatball. Yeah.
1: Uh, as this giant halberd smacks you in the face, and you go flying, he lost. lands somewhere in the shadows. Kind of stuns you for a second there.
3: Okay. Um.
4: Well, uh, if Malik's causing all this trouble, Chad and Matthias kind of, yeah, we got a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chad's going to give her give her hell. He's going to go running for Gilgamesh because he's the cause of the trouble. Ted with the goons we can deal with them later. Um, so, yeah, he's going to run up and uh, try and take him to the ground. Give me a roll. A
1: nine altogether. Um, so, you... <laughs> You're tackling is like his knees, basically. Well, exactly. He's taking them out, Um, and he shifts his stance, Mm. and you uh, you fall. You just kind of fall past him. You can't get a good grip on the armor. Shane,
3: five.
1: What are you uh, trying to slash him or? Yeah. Um he just kind of turns to the side and it passes him.
4: Right. Yeah. He's good. <laughs>
1: this is your boss fight, man. Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, I know. Take note, Hollywood. This is how you demonstrate a competent bad guy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> really? Cuz I thought it was you make reveal the shredder to have like 45 knives on it. <laughs> no, no, no. Competence is scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 45? Okay.
2: Um, these guys season. are big, right? <laughs>
1: they're big. They're
2: big. Okay, I'm gonna punch one straight in the kneecaps.
1: Okay. It'll hit. All right. To be fair, at this size, they're almost impossible to miss. Yeah, they are literally the wrong side
2: of a barn. Ooh, not so good.
1: 42. Okay you feel your fist impact with it and it doesn't give Dang it.
2: <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> yeah.
1: like normally my fist doesn't do that <laughs> you're like looking at this my fist broken because <laughs> <laughs> this thing you you punch it you hit it you know you hit it it doesn't seem to give a shit
2: just a uh... Sean's looking kind of sad <laughs>
1: Okay, so Gilgamesh oh, now has damn. these two people Attacking him
2: <laughs>
4: Obviously he's going to turn his inside out
1: No, he's not a night lord
4: No, oh, I meant physically With his hands
1: Oh, well, yeah, there is that
4: Finger puppets I'm about the right son Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yep, that's going to be a solid uppercut to the jaw.
4: Oh, man. Sure, okay. Think of how low he had to get to make that uppercut land on channel. Well, 17, <laughs> 20, uh, call like it 25. 20. Mm,
1: that
2: wakes me up. And Amelia rounds like uh,
1: Oh, wait, rotation. I'm sorry. You're right. You're so short, he kicks you in the face. Oh,
2: fair. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia rounds a full rotation?
1: Or yeah, pretty okay. much. I'm not using the multiple actions thing in this game because it just gets complicated. Cool. You guys are still doing well for yourselves, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that said, he's going to—he is going to take another action this round against uh, Shane. Okay. And he rolled a three. Never mind.
3: <laughs> nice.
1: Uh, so you—you're just scuffling around.
3: Right.
1: Next round.
4: Okay. Uh. Chad wants to to try and get a hold of this guy again, and I, he really wants to take his time. He's he's going to try the 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 great strike thing. Yeah, better thirteen.
1: Also thirteen. Ooh, <laughs> you are going to whiff it.
4: Yeah, that's fair. Defender wins.
1: <laughs> like it's a near thing. Yeah. Um, he rolls with the punch. Yeah, like, he rolls with
4: the punch, and, and Chad like really brings his A game.
1: Oh yeah, like he does some kind of like jujitsu roll as you uh, as you punch him, and literally your your punch is twisting him away from you.
3: Yeah. Right, try for another on, I don't know.
1: If Sarah was here, she'd know a technical term for it.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Ooh, fifteen. Yeah, a little hit.
4: All right. There we go.
1: Finally! Our attacks are actually hitting him!
2: Suck his horrible demon blood. (laughs) That's a terrible idea. (laughs) Or the
1: best. Actually, no. I think the rules specifically note that you need to suck less of his blood to heal. Oh, that's awesome. It's like half as much or something like that.
3: It's like drinking. Ooh, that's a good one. one. 29.
1: You landed on the armor, not on his flesh, ah. but it's still a solid blow. And he he looks at you. He's like, "Wait a minute! He hit me!
2: <laughs> How
3: dare you hit me?
1: Things don't hit me." All right then. You mean Wes and uh, <laughs> you? Yes. <miss. laughs>
3: well, uh, yeah, I'm getting there.
1: Wes and Cam versus the giant hounds.
3: da Duh. hmm. Duh. So I noticed the last time that he, like, did, like, nothing to these things. Oh, yeah. He hits pretty fucking hard. I think that's, like, the pretty fair thing of my character. Oh, yeah. All right. Look at the AK and go... Get the halberd.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Up. Down. <laughs> Give me a roll. Uh, eight in total.
1: Once again, these things are huge. They're pretty much impossible to hit. uh, Impossible to miss.
3: Okay. Uh, What would be the damage for that thing?
1: I'll give you 5d6. Sure. And then my plus my strike bonus?
3: Yeah. That's not bad. 6, 12, 13, 14, 17... 22 points of damage. Okay. Okay.
1: just like with Cam, you feel the impact, but this thing doesn't. Re- it, it shrugs it off. It, that you I'm don't. F-
2: I was
3: kind of hoping, like I remember from the first combat, that the tomahawks, the tomahawks. went through. Like, uh, like
1: oh yeah, three. no, no, this thing just yeah. feels like it, the blow glances off of it or something. Because okay. when you land, it doesn't look hurt at all.
3: Well, I had to try it. Yeah, had to. Yeah.
1: Okay, their actions now. Okay, uh, Cam, take thirty. Uh, West, take twenty-five.
3: Oh, brutal! Wow.
1: Um, as you get smacked again with a blow that sends you flying. Um,
2: not
1: looking good. <laughs> uh, it smacks you with uh, not the yeah. blade, but the butt, right on your back, and just uh, smacks you to the ground.
3: Okay. I am like a 10 What's you guys' um,
1: mental um, yeah. endurances?
2: Uh, 12. 14. 5, 9.
1: Count? Roll me a d20. Alright. Everybody roll me a d20. Oh,
4: no. Morale uh, test. No. Oh, four. now I
3: roll fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I
1: will 10. I have 18. 7. Will, something does occur to you. Something is incongruous here. And you look around. You know, the, I said, like, these things are big crunching steps.
4: Yeah.
1: crowd looks undisturbed.
4: <coughs> Guys! Fucking smoke mirrors, guys! Bro! It's all in your fucking
1: head! They're fake! Uh, and as you're doing that, you get a knee in the face. He deserves it. <laughs> 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 I love how you guys react to damage. You're like, yeah, I deserve that one. Yeah. <laughs> Take 17.
4: He's been beacon off to this
1: guy for a while
4: now. On that note... <laughs> yeah. Uh if we're back to Chad. Um so this guy's got spikes on his head and you he just need him in the need Chad in the face. Yeah. I'm like right up in his grill, right?
1: Yep. Well as much as of his grill as you can get with the five foot height difference well, between this, you.
4: I guess he's he's right up in his like cod piece. <laughs> 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 I'm the chest. You're right up
1: in his thighs right now. Yeah,
4: exactly. Um Chad wants to climb this motherfucker <laughs> and get on his head. At the very least, he's going to... Give gonna, me a roll. At the very least, I'm going to, like, Sylvester hit himself on the head with him. Um, six?
1: H- his Plus arbor money. is very hard to get purchase on.
4: okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess he scrambles on the armor. Comically scrambling at <laughs> the armor. Comically to comically scrambling. Hey, are, are you shouting, let me
0: at him, let me at him, let me at him, puppy power!
4: Uh, no,
3: he's screaming, <laughs> I'm going to twirl your eyes out, bro. <laughs> okay, Wes. I remember something that came from the mission briefing about there being explosives to blow this camp up when we were retreating. Yup. Uh, and where's Meatball Face?
1: Outside. Keep in mind, it's only been about... Ten or twenty seconds since this fight started. Sure,
3: I just friggin' I'm, I'm, I'm sure he said it's in the, the, the explosives are in this satchel because he was probably Against yep. to set it. I just fly and I don't even like ask. I just grab it and I keep flying. That'll be my turn.
1: Uh, yeah, okay. Just give me a percentile roll.
3: Sure. This is probably where I'm gonna botch this and fucking Nose plant again. Or blow <laughs> yourself up. Huh? Oh, Sixty. Huh.
1: No, no I'll, I I told you guys you. I'd assume both of your skill rolls would be at sixty, so you're yeah,
3: good. Yeah, I'm good.
1: You're barely, good. but
3: hey, it counts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, horseshoes and literally possibly <laughs> hand grenades. Yep. Shane. <laughs> okay, so he was saying that this is all smoke and mirrors. It might
1: well be. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, that's
3: what. Chad,
1: thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Chad was also lecturing post-apocalyptic survivalists on the fighter points of how to use spam for nutrition, so... His in
0: the right
1: place, but
4: often his brain's somewhere
3: else. So I'm gonna go with what's been working so far. I'm just
1: clawing at Gilgamesh uh, again. Yo that. Uh, eight. Uh, it's gonna whiff. i okay. Yep. Uh, you, you punch him, but he manages to take it on the armor. Uh-huh. And it sparks across, but.
2: All right. So angry that my fists did not do anything against those guys, and I've been deceived. I'm gonna take a run at Gilgamesh there. And okay.
1: Punch him. Give me your roll.
2: Hopefully good. That'll hit. All right.
1: Give me your, uh, your 66
2: plus 20. <laughs> Flatten this asshole. Right. Uh.
1: Yeah, you rolled better tonight, but this isn't bad.
2: 38.
1: Uh, you do an uppercut that lifts him off the ground.
3: <laughs> um,
1: and throws him on the floor. I mean, he manages to go into a roll backwards and come up on his feet. But still.
2: Just kind of clipped the chin. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you gave him a split lip, certainly. You made him bleed his own blood.
2: <laughs> yeah, now you got his attention. That's not good for me. Unless he punches me only in the back.
1: The giant hounds both swing and whiff at you guys. It's almost like you stop believing in them, causing them to roll threes and fours.
2: Oh, I, guys, I, pay ah, attention. I really please. hope that they
4: are real and that just now Chad is convinced that what he thinks is real is
2: real. Oh, oh boy. Changing the really power out. of Chad. <laughs>
1: um, Gilgamesh, however, rolled better. Oh boy. Um. So you, uh, you've you done like the You give him a good punch He comes back at you and does the Captain Kirk Double fist <laughs> down on you um, Take 20
2: 20 okay Bro you're
4: gonna shatter your pinkies come on <laughs> He hits me right in the
1: head uh, Well no it's more like in that uh, Cause you're shorter Cause you're only about 5 feet when you're in this form You're shorter and stockier yeah. uh, And you're still you're kind of naturally hunched over Cause you got that shell So it's kind of right in the back of the neck Okay, so he didn't hit my shell, but... No. Okay. But come on, man. You can't do... You've you got to do the Captain Kirk double fist. have
3: to.
1: So, you've got... You guys have basically got this guy engaged in uh, single personal martial arts combat. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, he is holding off three of you. He's doing very well, but... Yeah, Chad, he's done with
4: trying to be fancy. He's just gonna just run up and punch this man to death as hard as he can.
1: Punch him in the dick! Are you gonna headbutt him in the dick? (laughs) Of course he is! (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know if you have a dick, but if you do, you're gonna feel this motherfucker!
4: Bam! Um, and especially because that avoids my minus two damage penalty for my little hands.
1: (laughs) Uh, and I rolled significantly
4: better. Twelve. That'll hit. Um, and dick headbutt. Is the 2d4 times ten?
1: Sure. Excellent. Motherfuckers talk shit. I'm gonna punch him in the dick.
4: Yep. Uh, where are you? Max damage, so 80 plus 23. You dealt him 100 damage? (laughs)
1: 103 damage. To the dick! To the dick! So if he doesn't Um, have one, we might be. I'm trying to figure out how the physics of this attack works. Um, You headbutt him in the dick. He's going to then flip over.
4: (gasps) Okay. I think okay, so Chad comes running up, hooks his little arms behind Gilgamesh's knees, taking out the knees, drawing his crotch with its, his own body weight plus Chad's prodigious strength down into a full, like full extension, drives his heels into the ground, headbutt to the crotch. This couples like, this like folds Gilgamesh over him like a tarp on like a motorcycle in your garage. Yeah,
1: and then lands him flat on his back.
4: Oh, oh no, when he lands flat on his face, and then yeah, Chad's gonna jump and yes. suplex.
1: So, which leads me into what you I'm you just trying. suplexed a night Prince? Uh, Yes. <laughs> okay.
3: After minute, it has to be said. It's the perfect moment for it. Chad used headbutt. It's it was super, super effective.
2: Effect, <laughs> 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 Woo! Critical heads. Thank you, Chad.
3: Yeah. Um, this actually plays into exactly what I want to do, Derek. Would it be safe to assume that getting me to the the balls would allow someone's about to go? "Oh!
1: You're not going to be able to shove it full of a satchel of plastic.
3: Why not? <laughs> because it's a
1: satchel of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about a single brick? That would take more rounds to get. Ah, yes. Damn it! Oh well. <laughs> Again, dare to dream.
3: Yeah, dare to dream. Dare to dream. I'm just gonna go and just like wing the satchel at him and go yell, "Fire in the fucking hole, for America!" and shoot it with my AK-47 as soon as it goes. Get
1: it off,
3: because I don't actually know how explosives.
1: I was about to say, it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> that's not how plastic works. Yes. Okay, um, uh, give me a roll. Uh, 8 um roll a d6 1 what's your strike uh, sorry Six. what's your damage bonus congratulations you dealt him 7 points of damage you should plug a satchel into his face <laughs> and then you shoot it with an AK-47 and nothing happens
3: i <laughs> I'm a call cold- Dude, I don't know how Blastique works
1: boy. Yeah, It's pretty even... impressive
4: He did 7 damage to a Night Prince With a bag of clay
1: Probably forgot <laughs> the <to> detonator <laughs> The Night Prince has like 300 SDC I oh, mean God. Yeah. He's tougher than you Than several of you combined But at the same time I was not expecting 103 damage Head putt to the deck <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't. There's no counter to that. There is no. There's no logical response to that. I mean, hey, if you guys had dealt him a bit more damage, that probably would have killed him right then and there. (laughs) Um, he's he's gonna take a defensive action at this point. He disappears. (laughs) <laughs> okay. uh, oh shit get hit like bro he, uh, literally yeah. lying there on the uh, cause you got up off of him so the other guys could then get in oh, for a of punch uh, he gets hit in the head with this satchel it rolls him over on the floor he's staring up at you and he mumbles something that you're pretty sure is the Babylonian equivalent to fuck this shit <laughs> <laughs> and he vanishes oh. it, there's like a puff of smoke and light and he disappears And and the hounds vanish Told you guys You just gotta fucking believe (laughs) And Burgerface (laughs) wanders in He's looking at you He says what the fuck happened By the way any damage that you took from the hounds um, Vanishes It was purely illusionary damage damage. Thank god Not the damage that he dealt you though When he was kicking your ass around
2: Burgerface is just like What the
1: fuck happened in here
2: We
3: won bro Oh no. Here's your uh, here's your explosives. Uh, sorry. Wait, a
1: okay. Neither of you have answered my question. What the fuck happened in here?
3: America's. What happened in here? Da 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 da. Uh, that, what he that, said. That, that okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: Wes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: take 20 damage for real as burger face literally punches you in the uh, in the gut. <laughs> it
2: just like brights.
1: <laughs> oh, he sucker punches you and folds you in half. <laughs> I don't know if we have a fucking psychiatrist around, but I'm sending you to see them when we get back to camp. You fuck around anymore on this mission, though, I'll shoot you myself. A- anybody? A- you. Okay.
3: We got ambushed by some huge guy Named Gilgamesh yeah, we beat Do you know up who Minder that
1: is? Gilgamesh?
4: Uh,
3: yeah, I'm assuming he's pretty high On the pecking order Kind of looks like
4: David Bowie with liberty spikes
1: He
3: wasn't He wasn't expecting The might of the American people Also Where is he? He just disappeared he disappeared. Oh,
2: fuck.
1: We did... I uh, fucking hate Night Princes.
4: I, I, we didn't damage to to him. Did you it. get your guys?
1: Yeah, we're ready to go. Let's go. All right. Why is there a bullet in this satchel?
3: I uh, thought that's how C4 works. It works in all the action
1: movies. Okay, and we're going to have a talk about how military-grade explosives work as well. Get the, get the fuck out of here. And... You leave. And the place explodes behind you.
3: Cool guy slowly. As you're walking yeah, away slowly, out. Out.
4: I'm assuming we got his guys
1: out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, he got
4: his guys out because he knew who his guys were.
1: Right. Yeah. He got his guys out. You guys fought an illusionist. And <laughs> <laughs> got your asses kicked by a pair of illusions. Well, I, I kept I kept expecting like, oh man, they're gonna they're gonna realize that their attacks are doing nothing to these things, that something's wrong.
3: Well, I was. Well, we st- had the right idea right off the bat. We attacked Yoga Mesh directly. We we thought. Like, I thought personally, like I'm like, okay, his attack didn't work. He hits hard, but I remember something you said in the previous session. That where, cuts
1: through anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything. Oh no, that's that's a good thought.
3: Yeah, like when when that didn't work, I'm like, okay, I'm missing something. What am I missing? That's where. Yeah, and then I got the me roll. Obviously, I'm like oh. The atypical, I refuse to believe.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, Chad, like, around this time, you know Lord of the Rings has just come out, Chad's like, fuck
1: wizards. (laughs) (laughs) To to be fair, if they kill you with these rules, you actually just go into a coma for a while. Mm. So, you guys go back to Resistance HQ for a bit, Mm -hmm. and the choice is presented to you of... Stick around. You're, you're not bad. I mean, you guys made a Night Prince scream like a little girl and run away. That's not bad for newbies. Mm. Or go back to Earth. There are a lot of options before you. And you got a difficult path ahead that you have to choose. But that's where we're going to leave you. As you try to think about what your future is going to be like. And that will end the fourth episode of Nightbane, the first game of Terrible Warriors Edmonton. And we're going to do a little bit of a debrief at this point for maybe 10-15 minutes. And then we're going to call an end to it. So, what did you guys think? You guys have a good time?
3: Yeah, yeah. I had a fantastic time. This was great. Super fun.
1: Because I, I don't know how many... I know Shane listens to the show. I don't know if you do, Cam. Yes. Okay. Um, but you guys have never actually heard... Or seen my uh, my game my gming style before? No, just...
3: I I know of it through Big Mike on the East Side. Where, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, i had been men- mentioned that you. were... That's how I got in contact with you. But I never. I didn't have time, unfortunately. And now, after playing this, I obviously have to go. Yeah. Cause oh, this yeah. is hilarious <laughs> and awesome.
1: I, I've got to admit, I, I, I still think Hole is the best game I've run, though. Where <laughs> it ended up with them crashing a spaceship into a planet. <laughs> <laughs> um. But no, I'll just go around the circle. Um, Will. Yeah. Thoughts.
4: Um. This is super fun. Um, there's, a, there's a special place in my heart for books full of big, dumb charts. Um, charts for, for very specific things and corner cases, and, and there's something about this game that really makes that click. Um, I'm, I'm tremendously fond of that. Because you end up with things like kill
1: cycle like, <laughs> Cy-kill cycle, cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta say That I do kind of wish that we'd, we'd Originally planned to record our character Creation session but Unfortunately just due to people's Time limitations today uh, Everyone ended up cu- having to come over Quite late so it was very much just Get everything done and then get into recording but the character creation in and of itself, wherein all these guys insisted on randomly generating their characters from the ground up, worth it. Yeah, totally. Worth w- it. Oh, resulted yeah. in Will rolled that his character was going to be a little person. Yeah. And the the chart doesn't even have that, but he rolled so he rolled like a a two or something. Yeah. And I was like, that there, there's got to be something below this current size for that. Uh, they rolled their character dispositions. Then they rolled their Morphous forms. And Will's just, yours, I think, worked best of all of them.
4: Yeah, it's something about Chad just came out working very smooth. Um, he's a bit of a glass cannon, right? But, like, lots of damage up front. A couple of little hindrances that are kind of easy to play around to, to force you to be a little creative. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's just fun. Like, the gung-ho disposition fit really well with the idea that, like, he's not stupid... But, like, he just doesn't have a lot of mental focus. He doesn't have the, His mind can't stay on anything difficult long, so he keeps falling back into old patterns. And it, it, it fit really nice, and it uh, was a lot of fun. Um, and, yeah, the setting is just just crazy enough that, that you can kind of do whatever you want. And it's got those few moments of, like, oh, like that's, that's some dark stuff going on there. And then, like our best friend is half motorcycle,
1: and that's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just decided. It's like Psychill is our best friend now. He has the most ridiculous Morphous form that we've seen so far, aside from aside from Jose, who everyone calls Roger. <laughs> yeah, love it. There's no even. There's not even a reason for that. I just decided it's. I
2: really wanted to say Roger that. <laughs> <At some> point, <laughs> I've been tempted. Oh. So we'll go to Wes. Um, I I had a blast. Um.
3: I I love the Palladium system because it just there's just so much wrong with it. I mean, really, like <clears throat> I like I said earlier in this uh, this episode, I play in a regular campaign that is set after the bomb. And you know, as long as you're like willing to overlook, like you know, well, I want to do an action Well, there's actually not a role for that. Uh, give me the, uh, the the base stat role. We'll work with it. Right. The setting is just like. Allows you to get come up with just outlandish concepts, like a young Republican that happens to get turned into an insect-headed fallen angel shadow creature, and is slowly going crazy as the epi- episodes go on.
1: And I, I think I, I did, I, I will toot my own heart, I think I did the right thing by keeping the plating system very light in this. Mm-hmm.
3: For sure. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Um, and the the system
1: said. is so. and as I've bitched about uh, when Justin ran after the bomb, these books are so poorly laid out. Uh, Nightbane don't have indexes.: No, they don't. Nightbane is a little bit better laid out uh, than most of them, in that at least all of its weapons. And equipment are stashed at the very end of the book, away from its combat section. Mm -hmm. So you don't just have these random pages of weaponry in the middle of the book. But other than that, um, it's it's the Palladium system. It's still kind of problematic that way. But at the core, I mean, it's roll a d20. If you roll above a 5, you hit.
4: Yeah.
1: Unless they roll better.
4: Yeah. And, I mean, we've mentioned it several times throughout, but the art throughout the books... Is just it's gorgeous. It's so crazy oh, it's and amazing. So crazy. And I remember, like as a, as a as a young teen gamer myself, when this book first published, the the cover by Brom lit my brain on fire. Oh yeah, and just seeing that in stores, I knew it was like my mom would never let me bring this.
1: Brahm, I recommend that I want it. So anyone bad. who gets the chance uh, should just even do a Google image search of the Nightbane Core book, and it's such an awesome looking cover.
3: Well, it's funny too because like when these books were released, they were completely off the tangent from everything else that was being released. Oh, absolutely, episode, right? Like, I mean, even you, other megaverse. Yeah, well, and just like you know, like you, you, their their main competitors, like for Palladium, was like, well, what was it really? There was Dungeons and Dragons and a few other settings, right? Yeah. Like, this is this is coming from like an earlier time in gaming, right? Where now today there is because of the internet and stuff like that. There's lots of different games to choose from, right? It was really like Palladium. World of Darkness had just started
1: No no I mean this book came out in I think this was 98
3: Was it really that late? Okay, okay. 95
1: World of Darkness had been publishing for a while at that point Most of their games were in second edition right? But this was one of the only competitors at the time uh, Because this was one of the only Dark urban fantasy games But they managed to create a world That was so distinct from the World of Darkness That it didn't feel like Every other game at the time like it Which is just a rip off
3: Yeah. Yeah Which is, again, like what the Palladium system I always find lacked in like rule substance. It made up for every setting that's in the Palladium megaverse is just dripping with character. Oh, yeah. With, um, with like, you know, a really, you know, like you can say, like if I say to someone who's playing riffs, I'm like, oh, I'm playing a glitter boy. Oh uh, yep. right. yeah. You're playing
1: a giant golden robot with a rail gun. That's right. You know. <laughs> I'm going to go over to Shane next.
3: Uh, this was an incredible amount of fun. Like, This is honestly the most unique uh, RPG I've ever played. I'm kind of the newbie of the group because I've only ever gotten to play like, the occasional D&D and, or Pathfinder, which are great, but to be able to play something like this with the Palladium system, which I've never used before... And to play such a unique and different character than what I'm used to was awesome. And a little bit when we made the characters and I got a personality trait of being shy, I was a little disappointed because, like, games like this I like to be able to go all out and just, like, have the personality be really boisterous and out there. But this kind of gave me an opportunity to develop the character a bit more as the game went on. Yeah, and
1: it fit with the Morphous form that you rolled up as well.
3: Absolutely, because, like, the character that I came up with ended up, like, started out as very introverted. You know, didn't really want to be around anybody, just wanted to keep to himself. And then his Morphous form kicked in, and he started, like, embracing it and coming to terms with Embracing it. it. <laughs>
1: well,
3: yeah. not too much, because you come from barbed wire. But
1: well, no, it, it's a joke. It's it's Vampire the Masquerade. Whenever the you em- make a vampire, you Kimber embrace R. R. them. Yeah. We don't talk that about fun. that show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw it over to Cam on that on this one. for. Uh...
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed the setting, first of all. That was kind of the main draw. And uh, playing a prehistoric spawn thing was actually kind of interesting. Honestly, the, yeah. the,
1: the amount of laughing we had when Cam rolled up, rolled three times on the unusual facial characteristics table. <laughs> yeah, and... Because uh, that's uh, that's the beauty of this game. Whenever you roll 100, you're rolling on that table multi- on your given table multiple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: No, I enjoyed it a lot, although I don't know how well I would do running one of those myself, especially not a simplified version.
1: Yeah. Well. This took me back. I haven't run Palladium in probably over a decade, but I've always loved Nightbane, and I haven't run a game of it in so long, and I thought it was just a great, weird little introductory RPG for us. Um, after this, we're going to delve into slightly more esoteric games. We are going to be starting in, hopefully by this time you'll actually already have heard a couple episodes of it, on our own long-form campaign over here in Edmonton, which is going to be playing Monty Cook's The Strange, where our terrible warriors are going to be jumping in between alternate realities as they try to solve a madman's crime spree. (laughs) And our next regular format game after this is going to be Pugmire. So the now, uh, yeah. a, a, as of this recording, the Pugmire Kickstarter just ended a couple days ago, raising something It was something ridiculous. It was half
3: a million dollars. I want to say
1: it was no, something. it wasn't that much. I think it was around two hundred grand okay. um, on an original budget of nineteen thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, I have an early release book coming that we're going to be running off, and then hopefully before the year is through, Eddie Webb and the team over at Onyx Path. We'll be getting the actual book out. And maybe we'll return to our uh, good dogs then. Pugmire, for those who don't know, is like Lord of the Rings meets Planet of the Apes, but with dogs.
3: (laughs) And there's the code of man to be a good dog. The
1: the core rule of the game is be a good dog. So there are going to be a lot of great things. And then this summer we're going to be doing a Suicide Squad game using the DC Hero System from Mayfair. And then Shane's going to be running a shadow run game. There's going to be a lot of great things coming out of Terrible Warriors Edmonton. We've got a couple more members of our crew who you haven't met yet, who you will meet in the future. And we're looking forward to having them around, Sarah and Kristen and Ben, and maybe a couple others, you never know. You might even be hearing the voice of a certain uh, famous sci-fi commander uh, <laughs> later on this year or next. Yes. So, for Terrible Warriors Edmonton division. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, joined with
3: Will Mitchell, Wes Gunn, Shane Fitzgerald, Cameron Dunn.
1: We hope you had a good time listening. Be seeing you. You had a D20 under your foot there, yeah, Wes. I know. I just... The
0: Terrible Warriors is a production of each and every one of us, the Terrible Warriors. We do this show for free. We put out new episodes every Monday and every Thursday. We have run almost 50 different campaigns in different rules and different settings and different combinations of player characters and game masters. And if you want to go check out all of that, go to TerribleWarriors.com. We have all of our campaigns broken down into playlists. We have a calendar showing you all of the future games we are running. We have Pugmire coming out soon. This is for Sausage and Glory, the new game that made it through on a Kickstarter. Our Edmonton crew is going to show you to it. We have Ravenloft running. We have Star Wars Embers of the Jedi and an epic season finale episode coming out this holiday Monday because in Canada it's a holiday Monday. And what does that mean on a holiday Monday? It means we don't go to work on a holiday Monday. It means we end up playing a three-hour game on a holiday Monday. It means you are going to get a motion picture-length campaign on Monday. The finale to Embers of the Jedi and our first attempt at a long-form campaign. And Nightbane will not return, but the warriors from Edmonton will with Pugmire and The Strange. (sighs) I get excited about this. I hope you do too. Let us know. Feedback at TerribleWarriors.com. Keep rolling those dice. Thank you for listening the Terrible Warriors.